Law Enforcement Today radio show. I'm your host. My name's John J. Wiley. In addition to being a radio broadcaster, I'm a retired Baltimore police sergeant. In the Law Enforcement Today radio show, we are joined by special guests. We'll be talking about their experiences and issues affecting law enforcement officers, their families, and the community. We'll also be discussing issues in the news from the perspective of those in law enforcement. Check out our daily articles on our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. And while you're there, download our free app. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook. Search for Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. The Law Enforcement Today Radio Show is brought to you in part by Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed Veterans and First Responders Treatment Program offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Their program features first responders and veterans therapists helping first responders and veterans. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at transformationstreatment.center. Calling us from Connecticut, we have Debbie Roselle. Debbie, we've been in communication with for a while. Uh, recently, not that long ago, I had a guest on a show named Jennifer Hill from the Wounded Blue talking about the situation that Debbie Roselle and her husband, police officer Phil Roselle, find themselves in. We're going to talk about that. Before we do, I, I want to say this. The news media, God bless them, they do a horrible job. If an officer was shot, they'll say the good news is it's not life-threatening injuries, and then they act like nothing ever happened. They don't talk about what goes on. And then when you have a situation like the Rizels, like Phil Rizel, being in very bad physical condition afterwards, everybody assumes that our local governments, our cities, our counties, our states automatically take care of their wounded officers. And let me tell you, you're going to find this conversation with Debbie Rizell. That's the furthest thing from the truth. And it's not just the situation where they are in Connecticut. This is nationwide. And it happens to thousands of people every year. And if you think you can sense that I'm a little bit angry about it, you're absolutely 100% correct. Debbie, thanks for joining us on the show. It's, it's a pleasure to, and an honor to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. And we have been talking about this for a while. We've done a news article on lawenforcementtoday.com about the situation you're in. I've had Jennifer Hill on talking about it. Uh, I had a phone call with your husband, Phil, on a Sunday, I believe, a couple weekends ago. And I'm, I'm just so glad you're coming on because there's so much to talk about with what happened. Let's start from how long your husband was a police officer in Norwalk, Connecticut. My husband... My husband has been a police officer for over 30 years for Norwalk, Connecticut. So he's not a rookie. This isn't a short-timer guy. This is a man who's dedicated three decades of his life, he and his family, three decades of their lives to serve the citizens of Norwalk, Connecticut. I'll repeat that. Three decades. And he served honorably. He's been commended. You know, this guy's not a, a slacker by any stretch. Is that correct? 
That's correct. He, he did his job to the fullest. And then things changed. Let's go to the day that Phil, for, for lack of better words, was injured. Yes, the day that Phil was injured, I was working. And two deputy chiefs came to my office. They told me that Phil was shot. We went to the hospital. And that's when I realized, oh, my God, my worst nightmare just came true. And I didn't know how it happened. Um, I was in shock, so I was just kind of taken back and still in shock to this day. But as the days went on, I thought he was going to get a little better, and and he was. He was improving, Um, but unfortunately, he has permanent damage in his right hand in the nerve. Six months after he was shot, his kidneys failed, and now he's on dialysis and needs a kidney transplant. And one of the things about this, you know, I'm retired police. I had to talk with my first wife when I was on the job, you know, what to expect if something bad happened. They'd show up your door, wouldn't be a phone call, uh, be at work or somewhere, and and let you know that I was in trouble physically. And that came with the territory. We kind of expected that. But your husband wasn't shot as a result of criminal behavior or a bank robbery or a hostage situation, drug deal gone bad, none of that stuff. This was a training accident. Yes, it was. It was training. So they're on the job. He's working. He's in a supervised situation. And somehow he winds up being shot. And, And I know it wasn't purposely, but explain how he was shot. So he went for gun training, low light shooting. Then he finished up that portion of it. Then he was asked to clean his gun along with his sergeant. They went in to go clean their guns and his sergeant shot him. So the sergeant had an accidental discharge while cleaning their weapons after training, but they were on the job. This wasn't this wasn't something off duty. This wasn't something where your husband made a mistake or did something negligent. It was legitimate, straight up, on the job, and he was shot. How bad was his physical condition in the very beginning? The physical condition it wasn't that bad in the beginning. He, you know, he was in a lot of pain because his hand, his arm, you know, we had the nurse come and, and change and clean the wound. You know, he was in pain because his ribs were broken. And he seemed to be getting a little bit better. And we were getting optimistic. And then, unfortunately, six months into it, he declined and his kidneys failed. And basically it, it it's gotten it, it, it's gotten a lot worse and the bullet is still inside of phil yes the bullet is still inside of phil and they cannot remove it so this uh, a brief synopsis before we go to break he's a 30-year veteran he's on the job he's training this is a, a commended well-respected police officer for norwalk connecticut uh, not a rookie not a guy who's been in trouble just on the job none of that stuff goes to training is accidentally shot by his supervisor i repeat that accidental i don't want people to think that was done maliciously or, or on purpose and Miraculously, he survived, but he's got a lot of health conditions, and his health has been deteriorating. Is that a fair assessment? Yes, it is. I would like to add that Phil has been a diabetic for 30 years since he got on the force, 
and has always maintained his health. He's always went to work, did his job, never prevented him from doing his job or getting any certificates or any trainings as needed. And then six months after he got shot, his kidneys failed. We're going to talk more about this because it gets incredibly much worse and people are not going to understand or comprehend for lack of better words the lack of support and i would say the downright criminal behavior by those in city government concerning officer phil rosell and his family you listen to law enforcement today show with a short break we'll be right back remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-948-6817. That's 800-948-6817. Epidemic. America's public health crisis. These are all terms that describe the current problem of drug and alcohol abuse in the United States. Countless lives are lost, and heartbroken families are too many to count. Transformations Treatment Center is dedicated to saving lives. Call 888-991-9725 and online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has many acclaimed treatment programs offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725 and online at transformationstreatment.center. Do you owe back taxes to the IRS? Newsflash, the president has changed the tax laws and now you may be able to pay the IRS less. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, the tax doctor can help you pay the IRS as little as possible allowed by law. There are new tax laws for business owners, the self-employed, even W-2 workers. If you have a back tax problem or a few years of unfilled returns, new help to save you money is now here. Call right now to see how the new tax laws can help you. Plus, right now, we'll waive the consultation fee and give you a free tax savings report. Attention business owners, the self-employed, and W-2 workers. Make this free call to the tax doctor now and learn how to take advantage of the new tax laws that may help you pay the IRS less. 800-663-5107. 800-663-5107. 800-663-5107. That's 800-663-5107. 
Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. The Law Enforcement Today radio show is brought to you in part by Home Security Advisors. Call 866-334-6387. They're online at help.lockitdowntoday.com. Is your home as secure as it should be? If not, call Home Security Advisors, 866-334-6387. There's no price you can put on safety and peace of mind for you and your family. Protect your valuables, gain remote access to your home, reduce your homeowner's insurance, and deter criminals. High-tech security options for low cost. To get more information, call Home Security Advisors, 866-334-6387, or visit them online at help.lockitdowntoday.com. Call 866-334-6387. That's 866-334-6387. 866-334-6387. Online at help.lockitdowntoday.com. The Law Enforcement Today radio show has grown so much and so rapidly. We now have two Facebook pages. You can do a search on Facebook for Law Enforcement Today radio show. That's a new page. Be sure to click like when you get there and follow. In addition, we have our main page, which is Law Enforcement Today. So do a search on Facebook for Law Enforcement Today and be sure to click like and follow that one as well. Like I said, we've got two Facebook pages now. So when you have a chance, if you haven't done so already, the easiest way to keep up with all the news and updates regarding the Law Enforcement Today radio show Also, a great way to interact and contact me is to like and follow our Facebook page. Do a search on Facebook for Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. When you have a chance, be sure to go to our website, lawenforcementtoday.com, and download our free mobile app. We have a version for your Android and iPhone devices. It's 100% free. Get it at lawenforcementtoday.com. Welcome back to the Law Enforcement Today show. I'm John J. Wiley, joined by Debbie Rozelle. Debbie is a spouse of a police officer. Uh, he's been on the job 30 plus years in Norwalk, Connecticut. His name is Phil Rozelle. Phil was accidentally shot while on the job, while training, doing mandated training, and is experiencing all kinds of health issues. And it gets bizarre and it gets very very i'm not sure the words i'm looking for debbie but it gets very difficult to understand so what i'm gonna do is let's go to a little bit after phil was shot and his health began to deteriorate start from there so when phil's health was deteriorating he was having trouble breathing at first which led him to hospitalization and it was that visit that we were told that his kidneys have failed 
and the look on his face in that room when the doctor came in and told him that was a look that I will never forget. The look of sadness. Unfortunately, he lost a, a best friend to kidney failure, and um, he he was very close with him. And so the minute the doctors came in and told him that he was going to have to be on dialysis, it broke his heart. And this dialysis, correct me if I'm wrong, that's where they're basically hooked up to a machine, uh, a life-saving machine, and it's three, four hours a day, about three times a week? Yes, he goes three times, sometimes four times a week for about four hours. And if he didn't do this, this man would have died a long time ago because he, has, he doesn't have kidney function at all. That's correct. So it would be impossible for him to do his job as a police officer with these health conditions that was brought on after being shot while at work, while on duty. I, I would say so. So you would think automatically the city of Norwalk, Connecticut, the police department, the state of Connecticut, they're taking care of you and your family financially and there's no worries and everything's being taken care of. But that's not been the case, has it? No, it hasn't. But even if we take the kidney off the table, he still is permanently disabled with his right hand and will never be able to shoot a gun again. This is, I mean, this was life-altering, life-altering catastrophic injuries that, again, the news media would always say, well, the good news is the injuries aren't life-threatening. Uh, and they don't talk more about that. But that's not been the case for, for you or Phil. No, it has not. So getting back to he's no longer able to be a police officer after 30 years, people would automatically assume, and if you tell most people, they say, well, I'm sure they're taking good care of you, so you have no worries. But has that been the case for you? That has not been the case for us at all. That's so far from the truth. But I would have assumed the same thing. Right. It's only now that I'm in the situation that I know that that's not the case. And you know what's, what really bothers me about this, Debbie, and I'm getting really amped up, is that I hear all the time from politicians, and I'm, I don't get into political partisan conversations, but they always say, you know, it's the, the greedy corporations that, you know, will, will screw over their people, that don't take care of their injured, and everything else. And, and I found that not to be the case. What I found is, not just with your situation, not just with Phil's situation, but thousands of officers and first responders across the United States it's the city, the county, and the state governments, and they do it to these people all the time. They do. They do. You're absolutely right. And it's been going on for decades. And I, I don't understand, quite honestly, what's it going to take for people to realize that this happens? And it happens to lots of families like yours. Well, I got to let you know, this is, this is new to me. So when this happened... I had to become Phil's advocate because he is not well. And in my research within the last few months, the stories that I have heard from police officers across this nation are unbelievable. And, and the treatment that they have endured, the fight, the everything that, that, that these people have gone through, I would have never have known because I was never in this situation. Right. But I'm outraged. And rightfully so. And I, I don't know that anybody would have this conversation unless they went through it. And I happen to have talked to many people that have been through this and have been going through it for, for decades in Baltimore, not just, not just Norwalk, Connecticut, in, in North Carolina, not just Connecticut, all over. 
And you wouldn't think, as a police family, that that'd be something you'd have to be worried about because you're, you're told all the time, if something happens to you, we'll take care of you. That's correct. Did they take care of you financially with workers' compensation? Workers' compensation, Phil, Phil got workers' compensation. This, this incident happened in September of 2017, and Phil received workers' compensation up until May. He was denied in May, then uh, denied again, and we had to fight for it and was able to get him back on in the middle of August. However, they are still contesting two of the injuries and medical issues that's happening with Phil. So this is still a battle. Over a year, we're still battling this. So you've been denied, before getting it back, how many times were you denied by workers' compensation in Connecticut? Twice. Twice. For being shot on the job, and this is a man with a stellar record and 30 years of service. 30 years, yes, he's been on the force for over 30 years. He's been on since he was 19 years old. I'm not going to ask how old he is now because I just celebrated a birthday and I'm older than I ever thought I'd be. <laughs> I never thought okay. I'd be this age, Deb. But, uh, so I, I just struggle with this. When they denied you and Phil the workers' compensation, what was their, their stellar reasoning for the denial? I wish I could answer that question for you, but quite frankly, I'm, I'm unsure of it myself to this day. I don't know. I don't know what the reason is, so I, I can't give an accurate answer. But I'm, I'm in search of it, and I will find out, but I'm, I'm not quite sure. So at least they've given you workers' compensation now, but still, and, and people say, well, thank goodness for that. But that leaves yes. a lot of uh, shortfall, doesn't it? He's had to use up his sick time and vacation time for May, June, July. Thank God he had that, because that's what he had to rely on. Otherwise, you guys would have been destitute. He would not have had a paycheck coming in. And I don't know if anybody can survive. Uh, it's hard enough to survive on one decent income and salary. And most law enforcement officers and first responders don't get paid well. We don't do this for the pay. So we wound up having to have two people work in the family. And without both of those incomes, at 100% of the income and overtime, it's still not it's still not easy to make ends meet absolutely i agree a hundred percent the part i'm getting at is here and we're going to ask people later on if they want to help uh ways they can contact you to help out uh we're also going to talk about who you may have reached out to to try to seek some help and we're going to talk about more of the legal situation involving your husband, Phil Rizell, police officer Phil Rizell's line of duty injury, shot while working at mandated training, accidentally, but is being denied what you would think would be obvious coverage for line of duty injuries. Am I oversimplifying this? No, I, I agree with you. I think one, one of the issues that they may be contesting is because, like I mentioned earlier on, Phil has had diabetes for 30 years. So I think they may be saying it's a pre-existing condition. Therefore, it's not gunshot related. There we go. So we're going to talk more about that. You listen to Law Enforcement Today's show. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Hi. 
My name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they are able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-663-5107. 800-663-5107. That's 800-663-5107. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. The Law Enforcement Today radio show is brought to you in part by Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed Veterans and First Responders Treatment Program offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Their program features first responders and veterans therapists helping first responders and veterans. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. Back to the Law Enforcement Today's show with our guest, Debbie Roselle, calling from Norwalk, Connecticut. A brief overview for just joining us. Her husband, Phil Roselle, a 30-year veteran of the Norwalk Police Department, was shot in the line of duty while working in a training accident and has had life-threatening, severe, catastrophic injuries, including kidney failures, on dialysis, he's got nerve damage. He's been denied workers' compensation, finally got it. Now they're fighting him on... Uh, uh, coverage for other health issues saying it was a pre-existing condition of diabetes we hear in the news all the time debbie pre-existing conditions again this is something we hear from politicians all the time referring to corporations as they call them the greedy corporations that won't care for their people and won't cover pre-existing conditions but we found that quite often the culprits are the local governments the county governments and the state governments because that's who's denying you and your husband is the city and state government correct right i don't know that's how to correct. sugarcoat that i don't know how to put a, a a kinder gentler spin on that i can't it's very difficult it's very difficult 
have you talked i'm sure you've talked to attorneys and um have you talked to these attorneys about possibly filing lawsuits against uh, the city of norwalk connecticut or workers compensation or state of connecticut um yes i have um i i have uh reached out um to see what our options are because of what we've been faced with and the reality is police officers and and departments uh, are indemnified and um, they're protected. So if there is a accidental shooting um, or any sort of injury in house, then they are not, whether there's negligence or not, they are not accountable. So uh, again, if a police officer gets shot accidentally while working by another police officer, the city can't be held liable. That's correct. But if a police officer accidentally shoots a civilian, a suspect in a pursuit, in a foot pursuit, and that suspect is injured, the city can be sued and often settles for millions of dollars to someone who's been, uh, let's just say, a five-time felon because they got shot accidentally by a police officer. That is 100% accurate. Does, Does the irony loss on anybody listening a felon can collect millions of dollars from a city because it's shot accidentally by a police officer, but a police officer shot accidentally by a police officer while working gets nothing. Unbelievable. It is. It is. I, and I'm getting angrier by the moment. I don't know how these politicians sleep with themselves. I don't know how they look at themselves in the mirror in the morning. I don't know how they do it. I don't either. Have you found them to be receptive when you talk to them? What I'm saying, politicians, city government officials, elected officials, and or command staff of the police department? I have reached out to a few local representatives. Um, There was a fundraiser that was given at, there was an event, My Three Sons, which was very nice of them to put on for Phil. It was amazing. And the mayor and the chief and the senator, none of them showed up to Phil's function. The police However, chief didn't show up. The, the, I'm sorry, what was that? The police chief did not show up. No, the police chief did not show up to that function. Absolutely not. What's the, the chief of police name for Norwalk, Connecticut? Tom Kahalik. Folks, if you're as outraged about this as I am, send an email to the chief of police of Norwalk connecticut police department and uh, let him know your feelings i'm sure we'll be doing that soon that's another one we were always told look if something happens to you if you get killed we'll take care of you uh if you get injured we'll be there for you we'll take care of you the truth of the matter is that and i've heard this from so many officers that have been catastrophically injured in the line of duty that they've told their spouses you'd been better off if i was killed but me surviving put us in severe financial jeopardy. Yes, that, that, that's true, actually. Um, yeah, that, 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 you're accurate on that. And, that. and that right there, to be honest with you, Debbie, makes me want to cry. That, they said they had our backs, and he asked us to do the impossible for so long, like Phil did, and they don't have your backs at all. Yes, that that is correct. Actually, we just had this conversation last night, and that's exactly what he had said to me. Would they have rather me not be here? Well, the police chief would have showed up then. That's uh, hopefully. 
Yeah, if there was a uh, if there's a line of duty funeral, believe me, all the all the command staff, all the police brass, all the city politicians, they all show up in force. They get their face in front of the camera. But when it's an officer who survived but is catastrophic injured, it's like crickets. You get nothing in response from. Unbelievable. I'm looking for the 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 feel good part of this and the the shiny everything's going to be okay part of this and as of right now i'm not hearing it in your voice i'm not hearing it in our conversation do you feel that there is the happy ending to be honest with you no i don't um i I feel that my husband is declining both physically and mentally and mentally as far as the diagnosis with the PTSD, which I knew nothing about. And I've done my research and it's very, very real. Mm -hmm. And if you are not mentally in a place that you can be okay, then you are you are going to decline. And he the, the reality is he needs a kidney and other things are happening to him as as the days go on. I don't see an improvement. Um, between, like I said, the, the, the depression and the sense of abandonment and everything, it, it's very hard for him to, to get over that. As much as I want to sit here and say there's going to be a big rainbow and, and, and everything's going to be beautiful, the reality is I, what I'm seeing and experiencing, along with my children on a daily basis, is not positive at all and it's as if we're all powerless to do anything about it i i i just it's 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 very very unfortunate situation that that's happening see in baltimore i don't know what terms and this some people don't don't realize you know across the united states they always use different codes and 10 codes or what do you want to call it uh there's a few that are pretty much universal but in baltimore if an officer was in in dire need of assistance there's a life-threatening situation it was called a signal 13 and our, our dispatchers would break across citywide, across all the districts, across all the channels that have a unique tone. It is a signal 13. It saves the location, officer in need of assistance. And that's what's going on with you and your family. But there doesn't seem to be a breakneck go to any measures possible to try to help you. No. That is correct. All right, we're going I, to, I, I feel alone. We're going to take a short break. Uh, we're talking with Debbie Rizal. Uh, this is a Law Enforcement Today show. We're going to be right back. Don't go anywhere. Are you working so hard to make a living you can't take time to make any real money? Is every day the same boring routine going nowhere and the money runs out before the month? My name is Ron Legrand, and for over 35 years now, I've been helping clients take their life back by buying and selling houses with no money, credit, experience, or license. If you'll call 800-956-0677, 24 hours, and leave a message, I'll send you my new book and CD absolutely free so you can see how. I've bought hundreds of houses and trained thousands to do the same. Call 800-956-0677 and get your free starter kit until 500 are gone. 
You'll learn how to make a full-time income on a part-time basis without risk, largely tax-free, and get 90% of the work done for you for pennies. That's 800-956-0677. 800-956-0677. Again, 800-956-0677. That's 800-956-0677. They'll challenge your authority, because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, and in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up. Until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. Law Enforcement Today radio show is brought to you in part by Home Security Advisors. Call 866-334-6387. They're online at help.lockitdowntoday.com. Is your home as secure as it should be? If not, call Home Security Advisors, 866-334-6387. There's no price you can put on safety and peace of mind for you and your family. Protect your valuables, gain remote access to your home, reduce your homeowner's insurance, and deter criminals. High-tech security options for low cost. To get more information, call Home Security Advisors, 866-334-6387, or visit them online at help.lockitdowntoday.com. Returning to our conversation with Debbie Rizell. Debbie's husband, Phil Rizell, is a 30-year veteran in the Norwalk, Connecticut Police Department. A short version of the story, Phil was working, they were doing gun training, low light conditions, they were cleaning their weapons afterwards, and he was accidentally shot by his sergeant in the line of duty. Uh, was denied twice workers' compensation by uh, Norwalk, Connecticut, and the state of Connecticut. Still being denied coverage for certain health conditions. His health is failing, he's got permanent line of duty injuries, and it's safe to say that y- you can't file civil suit against the city. Although the city would pay out millions of dollars if an officer accidentally shot a fleeing felon, an officer being shot accidentally by another officer on duty, eh, too bad, nothing you can do about it, they say. Basically, yeah. The laws have got to change. They do, I agree, absolutely. One of the things I've talked to, many, many people who've gone through catastrophic injuries, so many of the spouses, and I don't want to get into generals, but so many of the spouses wind up uh, becoming full-time caregivers for their injured spouse because what they get compensation-wise isn't enough to have a full-time person. And they wind up getting doubly screwed, for lack of better words, financially because they lose their income there also. Correct. How are you doing with this? How are you bearing up with this? Uh, To be honest with you, I feel like I'm just living a nightmare right now, and I'm just in a really bad dream, and I'm just waiting for it to wake up, waiting to get up. It doesn't feel real, but the reality is it is. I live my life day to day because things change day to day. It's never consistent. I have a 9-year-old, and I have a 14-year-old and a 25-year-old who is not living at home. But the reality is, this is my life. 
Phil is not well, and I have to take care of him as well, too. And so does my 14-year-old. If his sugars, if I'm not around and my 14-year-old is there and he sees his dad, you know, or, you know, if he looks like he's pale or, you know, they have become caregivers, my 9-year-old and my 14-year-old, on a constant basis. And it's not fair for uh, uh, children that young to have to go through that. Uh, besides helping take care of dad, how has the fear level been for them? They are scared. Actually, I had this conversation last night with my 14-year-old, and he told me, Mom, Dad doesn't look good. And I said, I know. I said, do you want to take him to the Should we go to the hospital? Because that's pretty much what we do. And he looked at me and said, no, I don't think he needs to go to the hospital. And so I said, okay. And he just said he doesn't look good. And I can tell that he's tired. He's tired. His body is tired. And I don't blame him. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot to take on. That's a lot to take on for someone who's young and in the prime of their life and uh, good health. And I want to revert back to they said he's had diabetes uh, for 30 years and he's managed it. I don't know of anybody that gets beyond a certain age and has 10, 20, 30 years in law enforcement doesn't have many health conditions going on. I would agree with you with that. And not just in law enforcement, our first responders, you know, our corrections officers, our firefighters, our EMS, our paramedics uh, and uh, dispatchers, they all bear the, the scars of the physical stress and the emotional stress. But anybody in general walking around at a certain point in life, after you've been around many years, you're going to have health conditions and we all have to manage them. Right. I agree. So the fact that he had diabetes, I don't see where that plays into the reason that they're not giving him coverage that he deserves and needs through workers' compensation. Well, he's he's getting he's getting workers' compensation. He was put back on in the middle of August, um, but however, the way it's standing right now is they are still contesting. So with that, that means that he has to see additional doctors um, and get you know second opinions. So it's just, what it's doing is it's just, it's taking time. And unfortunately, Phil's condition and, and strength, he needs to keep a positive light. And what all this is doing is this is just bringing him down. Yeah. And there's no way to, to put a, a nice smiley face on this conversation or the situation. Uh, what is it you would like people to do? People that are listening, I'm sure right now, are outraged, as they should be, that this is going on, and that you and your family and your husband are going through this. What would you like them to do? What I would like them to do is put themselves in my situation. Whether you're just somebody that works your average job, whether you are a stay-at-home mom or dad or whatever the situation might be, whether you're a police officer and think that this would never happen to you, the reality is this does happen, and this is life-changing, Yes, and this should not be happening. And so what I need is I need people that either have gone through a similar situation or someone that is for um, law enforcement and, and, and wants to help and believes in, in, in law enforcement and to do the right thing. Write letters. Do what, you, do what you have to do. We need to get the message out there. And people need to know that this is not acceptable. If someone goes to work, if a police officer goes to work, he gets shot on the job, 
and, and not by his his doing. If it was accidental, he should be covered a hundred percent, absolutely no questions asked. I don't care about anything else. That is the bottom line. We should not be going through this. And that makes perfect sense. It it shouldn't even be an issue. And and quite honestly, I think a lot of people are shocked that it is an issue. And it's not just a Connecticut issue. It is a nationwide issue. You are absolutely correct. I have reached out to many people, many people. In fact, I reached out to a woman in Florida, and she lost her son back in 2015 for the same situation that happened with Phil, an accidental discharge. But she lost her son in the line of duty there, and she's still fighting to get some kind of benefits for her deceased son. How is that even justifiable? How can that even happen? I don't have the answers, and uh, this goes back again to, we constantly hear from politicians about how it's the greedy corporations that do this, and it turns out that it's not the greedy corporations that do this. It's the city, county, state governments that do it, and they do it all the time. Unbelievable. I, I just, I'm, I, I'm having a very difficult time understanding this and wrapping my head around it because it's just... It should not be happening. This should not be happening at all. He should be recovering and getting better. And should not have a a worry concerning the world financially otherwise. Right now, I'm sure that uh, politicians, elected officials in Norwalk, Connecticut, and the state of Connecticut, and throughout the United States, and hopefully federal government as well, are listening. What would be your message to them? Well, what I would like is my 14-year-old has a message for the governor. I'd like him to, if, if he can please look at my 14-year-old's message on what he's living with on a daily basis and, and the way he views what's going on with his father. I, I'd love to get that message out there. But what I need is I need justice for these officers that are being treated very wrongly. They, 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 they should not be going through this. We need to change the laws to protect these officers that put their lives on the line on a daily basis. They're willing to die. So the, the right thing to do is if something happens by something that they didn't do and they can't control, they need to be protected because yeah. that's the right thing to do. And unfortunately, it seems like in our history, at least as far back as I can remember, any changes in this area had to be fought in court. We had to be fought with the legislators. We've had to have uh, grassroots level people involved. It, it happened with people who were uh, 9-11 rescuers that suffered these catastrophic cancers. They had to fight tooth and nail. And it's the same situation that's going on in a local level uh, for people like you and your husband. Uh, Debbie, I want to thank you so very much for coming on the show. I, again, want to offer to you, to Phil, to the lawyers, whoever, anytime they want to come on the show and talk about what's going on, please feel free to come on. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you. When you have a chance, be sure to go to our website, lawenforcementtoday.com, and download our free mobile app. We have a version for your Android and iPhone devices. It's 100% free. Get it at lawenforcementtoday.com. I'd like to thank our guests so much for coming on the Law Enforcement Today show. We've got another great guest heading your way next week. Don't miss it. Until then, this is John J. Wiley. See ya. Mm-hmm.